When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen, Mike Molina, L.A. Nick, and Doug Sprinthal. And we'll be right back in a couple of seconds. Tom Bernard Show with Doug. <laughs> Doug. I'm getting you a All big right, sign, a big flashcard. It's Wednesday. We need one. I do need one. It's true. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. We were talking about this er earlier. Those of you that are listening in Minnesota or the Dakotas or Wisconsin, it is cold. It's been cold for a long time. Um, There's two ways to solve this problem. You can either buy a brand new car from one of our stores that has hot seats and uh, remote start, or you can have it installed. We do uh, aftermarket accessories at all the Walzer stores. Pricing is a little different depending on the complexity of the car and whether they have airbags in the seats or not. But you can add one. Uh, I had a van years ago, and my kids always sat in the back. I was single, so I just I just paid to get the driver's seat heated. It is really wonderful in the wintertime. For information on all this groovy stuff, go to walzer.com. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. There we go. Now we're cooking with gas. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Bernard Show, we are back for the second hour. Kostaki Economopolis coming up. L.A. Nick joins us this hour. I have to ask you guys a question. I want everybody on the show, I want to get your opinion on this. All right. Do you think suicide is genetic? 
genetic? Yeah. Uh, well, maybe depression is genetic, so... Right. Yeah, I think there are Possibly. factors that make suicide mm. genetic, potentially, yeah. but not necessarily like, oh, my dad committed suicide, so I'm going to commit suicide. Yeah, I think it's more... Well, up- suicide I think it's does more up- cluster. You think it's upbringing? I think it's upbringing. Well, well yeah, that's part, yeah. There's classic the ways to... Question. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say, when uh, Washington Post publisher Philip Graham killed himself in 1963, wife Catherine took the reins and began a tenure at the paper that would become legendary. Some 54 years after that death via gunshot, a tragic repeat for the Graham family. The Telegraph reports one of the couple's four children, William Graham, killed himself in the same manner, shot himself in the head on December 20th in Los Angeles. He was only 69 years old. The Post first reported the news Saturday and recounted Graham's path from lawyer to a, at a prominent D.C. firm in the 70s before a move to L.A. where he taught trial law at alma mater UCLA. He ran the investment firm Graham Partners for two decades and post-2001 had mainly focused on philanthropy and particularly supporting causes tied to education, <laughs> veterans, and medical research. Now, Donald Graham tells CNN his brother had battled a painful and debilitating heart condition for years. Mm. So even though his dad did kill himself, and he killed himself in the same manner, this guy was in a lot of pain. And dad probably, may have had a heart condition as well. Yeah, maybe. Undiagnosed, maybe. Hmm. But that's that's amazing, though. Dad. 54 years apart, he yeah. kills himself, uh, and his father killed himself 54 years earlier. Well, that's pretty strange. So there's a, there's a, a fascinating amount of research done into this sort of stuff, and it's the old psychology, nurture-nature argument, right? Is hmm. it something mm-hmm. you're born with, or, right. is, or are you imitating your environment? There's a surprisingly large number of identical twins that were separated at birth, and that's how they figure out a lot of this stuff. They'll see, yeah. you know, yeah. is oh, really? there commonality or is there not? You wouldn't think that there'd be that many, but yeah. there are a lot. Huh. And so if you read in uh, twin psychology research, it's pretty fascinating stuff. Interesting. This is an amazing story. The Los Angeles Times reports Father Philip Graham struggled with manic depression. His death preceded Catherine Graham's by nearly five decades. She died in 2001 after a film about her decision to publish the Vietnam-focused Pentagon Papers. was released two days after her son's death. Graham is uh, played by Meryl Streep in the film. Uh, read reviews of the film. Uh, you can read them if you want. Uh, William Graham is survived by his wife, two children from a previous marriage, and his three siblings... So, uh, yeah, Washington Post, Washington, they've had a good run, haven't they? Yeah, now good. owned by Jeff Bezos, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff Bezos from, uh, mm-hmm. from Amazon now owns the Washington Jeez, Post. So what doesn't he own? He owns it. Well, he's going to buy Target now. Did you know that? What? Yes. I, I heard yep, that Amazon's rumor. I, 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 oh. I've heard it from reliable sources. Yep. Well, what's going to happen to Minnesota? Then? Well, nothing. Amazon will buy Target. Target will stay Target. Just like they did Whole Foods, they bought Whole Foods, Whole Foods stayed Whole Foods. The stock will drop to nothing, and Amazon will eat it up. Yeah, and that'll be what it is exactly. Um, Target, speaking of Target, by the way, so we built a new st- a studio, uh, and we were looking for a side table for Catherine and Andy to sit at, and we went over to a store. Would you consider that to be a high-end retail? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not the highest high-end, but it's it's up there, yes. You went to we Ikea? We saw this table. <laughs> yeah, we went to Ikea. A little higher-end than that. <laughs> we went to uh, to this store and saw a table there that we wanted, and it looked really good, and everything was good. It didn't really fit quite as well as we wanted it to, but we no. were gonna, you know, thinking about it. And then we found pretty much the exact table we were looking for at Target, Um the 
high-end retailer wanted $1,000 for this. Well, it's, it's like a credenza table. It's a desk is what it is. Yeah, it's a desk. It's a, it's a <laughs> wide desk, but, a, but it's not, not a very deep desk. No. We but need it's a, a wide desk. Yeah, we needed kind of a smaller desk to yeah. fit in this corner. I mean, this thing is perfect. It was 1000 bucks at the high-end retailer. We got it at Target, delivered for free for 60 bucks. Well, I imagine that the, the high-end one was made out of actual wood, and the Target one is yeah. pressed paper. Oh, no. Yeah, this <laughs> thing is gorgeous. Well, I mean, yes, this this one is particle board with uh, you know those little vinyl sheets on over it. them. Yeah, I but, don't know. It actually looks pretty but nice. It, I mean, yeah, it looks nice and it's constructed it's well and everything. Sturdy. But I mean, people for ton. some reason they'll pay more for like actual wood over. Uh, well, particle yeah, board. and this is shoved into a you know a den slash office, so nobody's gonna, no one's going to see this anyway. So there's no point in spending. Oh, no, this isn't but, a centerpiece. But the other thing about that, that table was it was really only it was five ninety nine for the table. Yeah. But then it was two hundred and fifty dollars delivery fee, mm-hmm. which was four blocks from the. It's four store. blocks. Are you yeah, kidding? we could have literally carried it. If no, four blocks. No, two hundred and fifty delivery fee, which was shocking. And then there was some other membership sort of thing that you had to sign up for to get the five ninety nine yeah. price. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. it was seven hundred or something like that. Yeah, the uh, the <laughs> price without the discount and with delivery ended up being yeah. just about nine hundred bucks. Yeah, and then the tax. But this one was sixty bucks. Yep, and it'll do. And it took us what, maybe a half an hour to assemble it. Yeah, maybe I had to carry it up by myself, of course, because Catherine wouldn't help me. That's right. You asked me, and I said I already have a job. Oh, God, yeah, well. okay. I don't, of course. Sassy. That's what he used to always say to me. He does say that a no, lot. I didn't. I and said... I haven't gotten over it yet. Okay, yeah. well, first of all, if you're going to say that, get, get it right, okay? I already have five jobs is what I've already oh, said. Sorry. Oh, sorry, and did you have to walk through hip high snow? Yes, I did, okay. both ways uphill. You guys right. live in West Palm, you should have just jumped on Craigslist. That's know, my favorite thing. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. I always, really? Anytime oh, yeah. I do anything, I the Facebook Marketplace too. I find so much stuff. Yeah, I so here's my favorite um, uh, Craigslist thing. So, before Christmas, Sarah decided we needed to emergency remodel the downstairs bathroom. Naturally. Emergency. <laughs> so I pulled, I pulled the old <laughs> sink out, and I'm like, God, I gotta have to throw this in the Drango, take it to the dump, and then, you know what? Take a couple pictures of it, put it on Craigslist, <laughs> list it for free, yep. left it on the front porch. It was gone in 45 minutes. Yeah. That's yep. awesome. And you didn't have to haul no, it in. That's right. It's so nice, and it's eco-responsible. That's right. You, actually, you're right. It did feel pretty good not to mm-hmm. throw it in the landfill. Yeah. Perfectly It's going to rot away anyway. What's the difference? Well, somebody's well, going to use I'll it in their home. it can be used. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you one thing. I'm really getting sick of this global warming uh, 60 degrees that we have. So He doesn't you know. believe in global no, warming. No, I know, because it's cold right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so... That's it's right. cold, and man. Across the United States, yeah. it snowed in Tallahassee this Just morning. Just the whole the whole country's cold. I was watching the news this it morning, is. and they've invented some new term of weather terror. Have you seen this? The cyclone bomb. No, that's what yeah, they're the calling this. Genesis. That's what they're calling this storm that's going up the East Coast. Oh. And then it's going to be a cyclone bomb. <laughs> what the heck are you talking what? about? What? That sounds more West Coast. Well, they, just, they want to sensationalize everything possible. Yes, they do. I don't think there's any question. Okay, I have a question for you guys. Oh, were you done? Sorry. No, no, I was done a while ago. I just wanted to make sure. (laughs) What is the best city in America for staying active? Okay, staying at me, getting exercise, that kind of thing. Best city in America for staying active. I know that Minnesota's or Minneapolis is high up there. 
It's not in the top five. Though. No, I it's wouldn't think it's in the top ten. Because it gets too cold. We're, yeah. we're one of the highest cycling state yeah, we cities. Are. Yep. Well, they say we yeah. are. If yeah. not trying to get murdered count, I'd, I'd vote for Baltimore. No, yeah. I'm going to say... Run for your I'm life. I'm going to say... Uh, <laughs> Literally. I'm going to say San Francisco or Seattle. San, I would say San Francisco because it's a popularity contest and they have the most votes. San Francisco is mm-hmm. third and Seattle's fifth. Yeah, yeah good job, go. Nick. Okay, so who's fourth? I'm sure second? New York City is in there too. Nope. Oh wow. Oh. What about five. like uh, Portland, Phoenix, Baton, Portland. Baton Rouge, Portland or Minneapolis? Portland's or number two. Oh. I was going to say Portland. Portland's number two. Okay, so now we just have number four and number one. Phoenix? You're never going to guess number one. Is Phoenix in there? Nope. It's too no. hot. Well, is it no. like L.A. or I'm San Diego? Austin. San Diego's number four. We've named nice. number two, three, four, and five, but not number They're all one. hipster cities, so one is going to be what, Austin? It's going to be like Burlington, Vermont. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it, it'll surprise you. It will surprise you. You will not believe why. this. Cheyenne, Wyoming. Minnesota. No. <laughs> what is it's it? It's a big city. Is it a hipster city? Like Houston? Like Midwest. Not really. Chicago? It's not a St. hipster St. Louis? Chicago. Cleveland. Chicago? Chicago. Oh. Yeah, number one. Listen, you go for a walk, you go to Gene and Giorgetti, gain about 10 pounds, and you go home. It's perfect. You know, go for a little run on the the south side. Yeah. This is the best. (laughs) Yeah, you'd be running. You go to the south side (laughs) or the west side, you'd be running a lot. I can promise you that. But I would never have guessed that Chicago would be yeah. the the best city to stay active in America. Me neither. But how, how, where do they rate that on? Like, where's the criteria? Look, let me, do they let say me anything? They, they, they tell you facts, like how they base that? I would assume they would at, Chicago at some Chicago paid point. the most money to be number one. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Probably my guess. laughs> that's how Minneapolis gets number one of everything. Uh, it says here, if your New Year's resolution involves getting active, your location could play a role in your success. Wallet Hub reviewed sports facilities, outdoor activities, fitness club fees, and other metrics in the 100 most populated U.S. cities and found getting active as a piece of cake in some areas, much harder in others, the best and worst cities for a physically active population. Okay, so the best we already found at the top five, right? Yep. So i got to go to the next page and see if I can find Okay. Uh, the next page, I assume, is going to be the worst places. The worst places to be active. Fairbanks. New- Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Bakersfield, California. Oh, I can hmm. see that in Bakersfield. Irving, Texas. Irving? I don't Irving. know where that is. Yeah, it's in the suburb of Dallas. Yeah. Oh. It's where the yeah, stadium is, down, isn't it? Exactly. The stadium's in Irving, Texas. Uh, North Las Vegas, Nevada. Was there anything there other than, isn't yeah. that where Nellis Air Force Base is? Pretty much. I don't know what, where North, North Las Vegas starts. Yeah, I don't either. But the worst place to live in the United States, if you want to stay active, would be Hialeah, Florida. What really? What the hell is that? What is I know Hialeah very well. This? I'm surprised of that. I am too. Is actually. that down by Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, well, it's right, inside, right outside of Miami. It's just between uh, yeah. Opelika and Miami, and, and it's, it's a pretty... Yeah. Driving area. I mean, it's just a lot of people moving around. Highly is a bustling little area. Is High Lie now totally outlawed in America? Do they even allow them to play it any longer? What is High Lie? I haven't seen. I mean, there was only two left when I left Florida. One in in Lauderdale, one in West Palm, and I know the West Palm one's gone. The West Palm one is gone, but it was the most gambled upon sport in America, from what I understand. And then they found out it was rigged. It was pretty, well, of course. pretty, pretty uh, violent, too. 
Oh, it is? Oh, the, like they just wing, they wing ball, that ball right? like three mile, three thousand miles an hour in a wicker net. Oh, hot. That, it's like lacrosse, but to the max, right? Yeah, it's, it's like lacrosse, lacrosse and handball. Court. It's lacrosse one on one, and it's I know what you tell. It's I know pretty brutal. About. It's a pretty dangerous sport. It's not high lie. It's high a lie. High yeah. lie. That's what well, they call it high lie down there. But. Yeah, high lie. They just say high lie. Yeah, I used, it used to be right on Forty Fifth Street, I believe. Uh, it was. It was on 45th Street. Yeah, I remember seeing the sign on the freeway. I used to go all the time. The it was pretty fun, actually. It was. The crowd got really nuts. But, yeah, it, everybody always little... knew it was rigged. Yeah. I think you're right. I think I, I think everybody did know it was rigged. Yeah. And they were all Europeans. They didn't really care. All European players. This is amazing. I just saw this headline just now that one of Doug Sprinthal's best friends is thinking of running for Al Franken's Senate seat. Oh, uh, Michelle Bachman. Michelle Bachman. Yeah, she's asking God if she should get back into politics. She's not really, is she? <clears throat> yeah, it was a story up here yesterday. Oh, God. She's well, asking God. I guarantee No, God, it. please, no! It, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised Betsy Hodges isn't running for it. Wow, that's true. That's a very good point. Did you see city council uh, and the mayor gave all the, themselves all a $10,000 raise? Yep. And they're, oh, yeah. And they're, and they're um, instead of raising taxes to get anything, they're taking it from other people's budgets. Yeah. <laughs> That'll go re- over really No, well. they are. They're taking the money from other people's budgets. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Melvin Carter over in St. Paul, the first thing he did as mayor of uh, St. Paul was tell us all that the national anthem is racist. Oh, no. Did he really? Uh, it, yes, he did. Uh, it's just so predictable now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that. It's just that ultra, ultra liberal message. I'm, and when I say that, I'm not talking about Democrats. I like Democrats and I like Republicans. I don't like the outer edges of either. But it's so easy to predict what you idiots are going to say on both sides. Like Michelle Bachman asking God if she should run for the Senate. And Melvin Carter saying that the national anthem is racist. Which part? The bombs bursting in air or the rockets red glare? Which part is racist? <laughs> That's what I'd like to do. The Purple Mountains. We shall be right back. Purple Mountain, Yeah, Purple Mountains, Majesty. But that's God Bless America. Or, or, what, oh, what is that's that right. One? Purple Mountains, Get Majesty. Get your songs mixed up there. That's yeah, God Bless America, right? Uh, did you get a hold of Kostaki? I texted him, but he did not text back, so I think he'll be on at... 35? Yeah, 35. All right, we'll be right back. A couple of minutes, Tom Bernard Show. My pillow is the holiday gift that keeps on giving. Long after the bath and body soaps have washed down the drain and the new treadmill has been turned into a clothes rack, your MyPillow gift will be guaranteeing your friends and family a great night's sleep. Buy one MyPillow and get one free online with my code KQRS or call my special offer number at 800-694-2056. Buy one, get one at MyPillow.com, keyword KQRS, or call 800-694-2056. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Lab, 
lots of love. Pretty long legs though for being corgi. Having corgi in him. Yeah, yeah, baby. Who's got long legs? Birch. For having corgi in him. Birchy has long legs. Yeah, yeah. we were. Yeah, that's true. But cor- yeah, corgi's got short legs. Well, he's basically a shrunk down lab body because of the corgi. And then he has the corgi coat and a corgi personality. He's a really good dog, though. He is a very good dog. We got oh, lucky, Birchie? lucky, lucky. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is a very laid back dog. Yeah, he's yeah. A good no dog. question about it. Yep. There's no getting around. So what else is new? We just. Uh, we, Bella. I was just watching the. I was watching the video of. Uh, uh, we're putting our house on the market, and I just watched the video of it. It's, I'd buy that house. I'll tell you, just watching the video, I'd buy it. So. Did you see the video of but the dog sledding? Did. No. Like the dog pulls no. the sled up the hill and goes down it on all four paws and then does it again. <laughs> he brings, what? He, I swear, it's like an oh Aussie-type dog. It's like an Aussie shepherd or something. The video just – I just saw it this morning. No, but I did see the boyfriend and girlfriend that OD in their cars – Oh, thanks, Nick. No, <laughs> good. Uplifting. Well, that's nice. Uh, Go from sledding dog that's to... That's very uplifting. Well, it, was a, it was a couple, couple from Blaine who drove down to North Minneapolis to score heroin, and they both sat in the car and shut up, and they both died in the car. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, God. that happens. Uh, they find out who sold them the heroin? No, but there was a lot of... There was multiple ODs this week. Another girl died in her house. All, all, well, yeah, between, a... all between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, because well, uh, that's because they're you know they're depressed because they don't have anything, any family or anything, so they shoot up extra hard. And yeah, it's strange that it's find a couple though that both OD at the same time in the same car. Yeah, that's that's been suicide. North First, North Fourth Street, North oh, Minneapolis. Where on North Fourth Street? Rather close. Uh, don't know the exact address. I'm sure you could pull up the story up online. God, uh, was it downtown? Or no, was it north, a, was north it side. Across? North side. Oh, so it was definitely, well, downtown is the north side. Well, um, but where the you north, are but right it now. was north, north side. Oh, north, north Minneapolis. North, north Minneapolis, yeah. because yeah, I lived on 6th Street North, on 22nd and 6th Street. Yeah, if you just find, for, just for Google couple found dead in car from overdose, it comes right up. It's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, that's what so happens when you do heroin. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. That's what I understand, but except unless you're Keith Richards, of course, you can do as much heroin as you want when you live to be 80. I'm sure he has a much more reliable and expensive source. Well, yeah. That's the problem in Minneapolis right now. You don't know if you're getting heroin or fentanyl. Mm. Yep. Fentanyl is so much stronger right now. I'm surprised they haven't come out with like a little thing that you can like put a drop on and it'll tell you. Yeah, that's what they should do. Exactly. Let's do that. How is that not like a thing? We should market that. Let me ask you guys a question. You guys might know this because I, I don't know this. Would you tell me what has to occur in your brain to get in your car with your girlfriend or your wife, drive to an area you know nothing about, buy something from someone that you don't know anything about, uh, you look at the subs and go, boy, this is a white powder. It could be anything. I think I'll put it in my veins. Yeah, good enough for me. I, I think in that case... When it's a couple like that, that sounds like it might have been suicide. You think so? I don't think so. Because it is weird for two people to OD at the same time. I think they just got got a bad batch. Yeah, they might have just gotten, like, just basically pure fentanyl, which if you take anywhere near as much as you take, like, a standard heroin dose, then, yeah, you're you're not coming back from that. So, yeah, it's probably a fentanyl thing, but... 
Yeah, that's that is one thing is knowing that it could be fentanyl. It's just how is that worth it? I think in the story it says that the girl would co- commonly travel to North Minneapolis to score heroin. Oh God, you just don't want to do it. You know, I, I again, I how do you buy something from someone you don't even know? And then inject it in your veins. What are you thinking? Yeah, it would be different. Generally, young heroin addicts aren't really clear thought process. It doesn't really go together. I got to be honest with you, though. I I was a young guy in North Minneapolis. I would never have thought of doing that. Oh, it's an epidemic right now. An epidemic. It is an epidemic. That's true. That is true. Pills I get. Heroin I don't get. Because heroin will kill you, and it well, kills what, people routinely. What happened, Andy, is that the pills were so easy to get, and now they stopped you from getting them. So they have these people who are addicts, and now they have to buy heroin. Yeah, they did They did really have a knee-jerk reaction to the pills thing, and now it's like you can go in there with your leg just got blown off by a landmine, and they're like, oh, I don't know, try some Tylenol first. Yeah, they won't give you anything you. anymore. Which is ridiculous. I just typed in heroin deaths recently in North Minneapolis. There are about 7,000 stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Heroin's very, very easy to Good OD on. God. Epidemic in Minnesota. Epidemic. It is. It absolutely is. Twin Cities heroin oh. dealer. Twin no. Cities heroin dealer. Kostaki. Twin Cities. Yeah. Kostaki heroin dealer that we all know. They're saying that they, they put elephant tranquilizer in it last year. Well, that's fentanyl is... I mean, elephant tranquilizer is a nonsense term, but fentanyl could be used for that, yeah. Kostaki Economopolis, quick snaps. How you doing, man? What's the matter with these kids today? Can't they drink 13 Budweiser's like we used to? Really? Yeah, what's wrong with <laughs> Well, Kostaki, have you ever considered going into my old neighborhood, buying heroin from someone, and, and I don't know what this is, but I'm going to put it right in my bloodstream? <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't consider I, that. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't understand how you talk yourself into that. Yeah, I think I agree with the prior premise of when you're in that situation, you've already made so many bad decisions. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're not thinking like, clearly. If I die, that's not the worst thing in the world. So hey. All right. right. What is what is fentanyl? There's similar. It's it's another form of the molecule. Same basic thing. Stronger or weaker than I fentanyl? I think it's stronger. It's carfentanil's even stronger. Carfentanil. Good God. As a grown-up, I would like to recommend to the kids today uh, three glasses of wine. It's the perfect thing. What do you want in life? (laughs) You think it's the perfect thing? Carfentanil is, yes, 100 times more potent. Four is a hangover. Three glasses of wine. It's perfect. little Netflix. Mm, I would think so. Hang out with the wife. Yeah, that that used to be my life. Thanks for bringing it up. Way to go. (laughs) No, you three glasses of wine was not a normal person, three glasses of wine. What are you talking about? Just because normal person, um, yeah, a normal person after three glasses of wine is like calmer and happier, and you were like all over the freaking place. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I was a ball. Okay. I was a ball, uh, and let's admit it. Maybe for other drunk people, but I could see I Tom, was a great I could guy see Tom to hang being out with. pretty fun on three glasses of wine. No. Yeah, come on. No, it's terrible. What do you mean? <laughs> what? No. Thanks for coming on, Kostaki. You got my <laughs> family turning against me. Way I love go. it. I love it. This is the second time in like three calls we've had this kind of moment. <laughs> the family's it's like, sad. Oh. Your family but, turns on you pretty quick, Tom. Oh, there, there's no question about it. It's unbelievable. It's, it's fun for me because, you know, in the real 
you know, radio universe that I live in, you're a big shot. But on this show, you're just another dude. <laughs> Complete nobody. Yeah. It's true. You're just the dad to make fun of. <laughs> Honest to God, I was talking about that this morning because I didn't know this. I had no idea. There was an article in one of the big trade magazines. I don't know which one it was or whatever. But the KQ Morning Show has been the highest rated morning show in the United States for 32 years. Is that right? I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, and awesome. nobody's ever, like, especially when I go to, like, negotiate a new contract, nobody ever brings that up to me. Well, that's your job. As long job. as we're kissing your butt on Really? That's your job. Is it, <laughs> is it also true that it was the highest uh, percent of listeners of any show in North America? Is yes. That, that was true, too? Minnesota, Minnesotans took to the show, and then to this day, they're just unbelievable. Our listeners are amazing. They just are. They, they get it. How far of a reach does, does that show have? How, does it go into to, uh, Wisconsin and North Dakota? And- 50 miles, I think? No, it's 100. Oh, okay. 100 miles. In either direction. So basically 200 miles north to south or east to west. It's about 200 miles. But now with digital and the, and the KQ, that's the one problem I have with this show is that everybody thinks the KQ podcast is the Tom Bernard podcast. Yes, they do. Because even though we don't call it the Tom Bernard show, it's the KQ morning show, they think it is the Tom Bernard show. Right. So that's the one thing I battle with this podcast. Like, no, that's completely different. Right. So right, I'm thinking right. of changing the name of this to the Andy and Alex Stab Their Dad in the Back podcast. <laughs> I was going to say we should change the name. It's pretty. It's, uh, you might want to run that by a focus group. It's a little cumbersome, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's too cumbersome. So you get 400,000 downloads a month and you think it's a good strategy to change the name? <laughs> yeah, Is that let's right? change the name now. That's amazing. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, I guarantee you by the time Apple gets done screwing around with the download thing, it'll have about four. And I've I always. 400,000, it'll have about four. I've always yeah. thought that the intro of the show should be you saying your name and then playing, and the rest, like from Gilligan's Island. That's a great idea. <laughs> well, There's a couple no people get their it. name said in Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Yeah, a couple people do, and then yeah, it's like, and the rest. And like, the rest. there's three more people that they're like, eh. Right. So you're Ginger no, and me no. and Nick are the rest. Is yeah. that way it plays out? I just <laughs> got, I just got, I just got, and more. Yeah. In, in some yes, thing speaking I did. of the morning show, can and I more. come in next week? I'm in town. I'll be there. Let's let's play radio. Can am I invited? Can I, I invite myself? A, no, please stay. I don't away. think there's any question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> please, please right. stay away. There's no, there's no, right, there's no parking here, so that's why I do this on air. Just in case there is that. Was, no, you, you're, you can't, can't say it. Well, now we have to say yes. Well, there, right. is, there is no parking here, so you have to walk about a mile in 20, minus 20 degree weather. Well, Nikki lives in Manhattan. There's no cars allowed in Manhattan. Right. True. That's true. And it hasn't been exactly nice in New York either. And this might be the first time I come from New York to Minneapolis and it's warmer. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> nah, it's not going to happen. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> I'm going to make a comment here, Kostaki, and you would understand this as an Atlanta Falcons fan. Oh, yes. And I do think that Atlanta will, will eventually beat Philadelphia if that's the route it takes. Oh, uh, okay. Your first, uh, your first uh, game is against who? We're at Rams Saturday night. Oh, you're at time. L.A. That's right. Yeah. Prime time at the L.A. Rams. Uh, they're a pretty good team, but that whole team is girly, don't you think? Yeah, right. So mean, he is unbelievable. That's my cheat to myself. Even if the Rams win, there's still a bulldog who's doing very well. I'm rooting for that. But um, here's the deal. Because I knew that Sam Bradford was going to get hurt, because we all knew he was going to get hurt, 
and that yeah. Teddy Bridgewater wasn't going to ever be ready to go again because he won't ever be ready to go again, that we were going to end up with a third-string quarterback. I thought the Vikings would go about 6-10 and 10 this year. That yeah. makes sense, right? you got your third third-string guy starting. Right. So no matter what happens, if they win, it's going to be fantastic. The more you've got three games left, possibly. If they win all three games, they win the Super Bowl. Tom, don't say It'd it. Tom, don't say it. Yeah, it's great. I'm rooting for that. Don't say I what? mean, if, if it can't be my team, that's the best story. Oh, no, I'm no, not a journeyman quarterback. <laughs> I think. It's but great. as as a lifelong as a lifelong fan, I will say this: that. It's been such a pleasure to watch the Vikings play football this year because I didn't think they were going to be any good at all. So it's just, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's all great. Every game has just been fantastic. It's all gravy. It's all gravy. All of it. I can't watch them, so thanks. Look at you coming around enjoying the football season. That's nice. I'm impressed. I've been a Viking fan since I was nine, so why wouldn't I be crabby? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Hey, a Falcons fan my whole life, too. (laughs) Hey, I don't don't know. Here's what we're going to do. All right. You don't usually what? I don't usually mention college football, but I have a quick question for you. How about them dogs, huh? Georgia, Georgia? and Alabama. Right. My team against the sp- Patriots of college football. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well, they do, they do lose once in a while. Going forward, can we have the Georgia coach give the halftime speeches to the Falcons? Because whatever he said was <laughs> way better. Um, yeah, that's true. Here's a stat that blew me away. Eight of the 12 teams in the NFL playoffs this year weren't in last year. Wouldn't it be nice if Netflix did that this year with comedy specials? I'm asking for <laughs> I'm just asking. i got to be uh, honest with you, Kostaki, and this is something I'm very serious about. Most of those specials are not funny. <laughs> oh, my God. I watch those Netflix specials like, this isn't funny at all. The Chappelle ones are so good. That makes up for some of yeah. the ones at the bottom of the range. But I, yeah. I mean, Netflix. Sometimes, sometimes you watch them and you go, hmm, how did they, how'd they pick this guy from the pile? You know, I have a little bit Netflix of... seems to be going for quantity over quality yeah, right they now. Are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. In any uh, case, it's time for a quick snaps. No, it's In just not. a couple of <laughs> If you let me finish, for Christ's sake. It's time for quick snaps. In just a couple of minutes, we'll be right back. More with Kostaki Economopolis and quick snaps. Tom Bernard Show. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kostaki Economopolis and quick snaps. Kostaki in town. Is it It's next week you're in town? Next week, Acme Comedy Company, all week long, Tuesday to Saturday. Unbelievable. Certainly top five. It is. Certainly top five. Probably the best. Yeah. I would think. The best in my opinion. But, yeah, top five for sure. All right. Where do we start? Because the the playoffs this year, to me, look really, really good. There are a lot of really good teams in the playoffs this year. And there aren't amazing teams that you're pretty much a, you know, you know, you're pretty much a guarantee to go deep. So anybody could win, especially on the NFC side, right? There's so many good teams. Mm, I would think so. And no absolute standouts. Um, probably the biggest playoff story as we sit here today is that the Bills are in, right? <laughs> they needed the know. to beat the Ravens, and they got a last-minute miracle by Andy Dalton on 4th and 12. <laughs> 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 I know, and that's how they win the game. That's how they're in. Proof that Andy Dalton can help you in the postseason as long as he doesn't play for your team. <laughs> uh, 
I think they should <laughs> name cold. some wings after Dalton as a thank you, right? Andy Dalton's fire crotch wings. They're hot. <laughs> <laughs> he does have fire crotch. There's no doubt about it. Do you know that personally? <laughs> well, look at his head of hair he's got. There's no way it looks that looks like doesn't he's wearing a bag of Cheetos. Right. Not right. exactly. <laughs> He's and got Cheeto-colored hair. And speaking of bright orange, the Browns are 0-16. Oh, goodness. Let the parade Would begin. Would you explain to me, explain to me, they're the Cleveland Browns, but their uniforms are orange. Why? Uh, brown What's brown orange? bear? Brown with orange accents or orange with brown accents? I don't know. Really attractive. I mean, what it? I don't get it. Really it really is. I just, it's like a sketch. If you were going to build the worst color combo... <laughs> For a team, it's really awful. They won once Maybe in the last awful. two years. Is that right? Yep. One game in two yep. seasons. Oh, my God. One out of 32. Saturday, Ugh. the perfect season parade. This is not the joke part. This is the fact part. We'll go around the stadium counterclockwise to symbolize going backwards and a big zero. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I think the scouts should Ugh. go to that. And anyone who's good at throwing out candy gets to be the quarterback. I think that would be, that would be fun. <laughs> I like that. (laughs) So the Browns are on the clock. I'm giving the points and taking the clock. Uh, Yes. (laughs) I think I'll always bet against the Browns. Is a win at this point for the Browns even safe? I mean, they could get the bends from rising too fast. They they should ease, (laughs) ease into it with a couple of ties. The Browns are the second team in NFL history to go 0-16. So even when they're setting records for being terrible, they're not in first place. This, this is the status of the Browns. Isn't it really sad that the only two cities that ever lost all of their games, all 16 games, are Cleveland and Detroit? Right. Isn't it bad Rust enough belt. you have to live in Cleveland or Detroit? Right. <laughs> Crumbling postmodern economies. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's brutal. How depressing. The coach, Hugh Jackson, said if Cleveland didn't do better this year than last, that he would jump in the lake. And the lake said, hard pass. Uh, no. <laughs> he well, tried to jump in the lake, came up short, and the lake t- took over on down. So it's very, it's very <laughs> sad all the way around. That team is so. How about that dropped pass at the very end of the game? The guy's on the ten yard line, wide open. Ball goes right through his hands. It just—it's like a momentum oh. thing, you know. You just get on the wheel of it not working out, and you're just stuck on that wheel, man. I, I've been, I've actually overdone it a little bit on my podcast. I keep talking about how the Browns are going to put it together and be good in a few years, but there, there were no signs of that this year at all. No, no, it was ugly. So Hugh Jackson goes 0 and 16 and stays as the coach. Jack Del Rio went 6 and 10 and got fired. The difference, of course, expectations. Right? No one expected the Browns to be good this year. Uh, when coaches get hired, they always talk about winning the division and beating the rivals and going to the Super Bowl. I think they should use that first speech to lower expectations, right? They just come yeah, out there and go, well. have you seen these guys? We'll be lucky to go 4-12. and 12. <laughs> I met with them yesterday. Wow. They're cocky and dumb. The receivers can't catch a cold. This team's awful. Playoffs? 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 That should be the opening speech for the for the coach when they introduce him to the media. <laughs> we'll be lucky gotta, to win a game. By the way, I, I got to ask you: Has Marvin Lewis been fired yet? He was. There was buzz about him being fired, and he signed a two-year deal yesterday. He's back. What, he's, he's coming back. He's the opposite of fired. They gave him a two-year extension. 
He has the worst playoff record in the history of the NFL. Playoffs? Don't talk about <laughs> playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> there it is. That's, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. That is a memorable clip. That is amazing. Yeah, they he asked Marvin an Lewis. Extension. They asked oh. Marvin Lewis about this a couple days ago, and he said it's complicated. And I thought to myself, was well, he going to be single soon? Right? It's complicated. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they also used this phrase, there's no timeline on the decision, which I wish I could get away with here in my life, right? Kostaki, we really need to clean up this place and purge the closet. Honey, there's really no timeline for that. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see if we can. Yeah. Didn't somebody else just sign an extension and they fired him any- anyway? Uh, Got it. Well, during I the season, uh, the Lions did extend uh, Jim Caldwell, oh, and they Jim fired Caldwell. him. Yeah, they yeah. fired him. Well, Del Rio had a pretty long contract, but he's gone because they're making room for Gruden, it looks like. Um, oh, my God, is that team. That team is going to be unbelievable. Maybe. That, I mean, it's a great story. It'll be fun to watch that transition from to Gruden and then to Vegas, presumably with Gruden and a good quarterback. and That could be a great story. We'll see. Oh, it's going to be a hell of a story. Uh, meanwhile, the Patriots are favored to win the Super Bowl by Vegas. Not by anyone else without a Gronk jersey, but Vegas thinks they're going to win. Um, yeah, they, well, they wouldn't you just assume after um, before every NFL season, you just assume they're going to win the Super Bowl? How do you not? I mean, they're so good. I hate them. They're, <laughs> they're so easy to not like, but they're good. They're so good. Listen to this story. They Belichick are. allegedly ordered field crews this weekend to install thermometers in the tunnel so the Jets could see how cold it was on the way to the field. Uh, oh. Bill, it's the Jets. There's already a scoreboard. Isn't that enough? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. He could have just installed what the hell mirrors. Was that? <laughs> yeah, mirrors would be good. Why did, he, why did they do that? It's his little head games, I guess. He also insisted that the opponent locker room have TVs running a loop of those Sarah McLaughlin abused dog commercials. So. <laughs> oh, those are the saddest the things ever. Of the angels. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. God. I, I know. Every that time I see much. that. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Andy. I thought that was way too much. <laughs> All right, let's close on this one. The Saints play in a stadium sponsored by Mercedes-Benz, well-known for their reverse camera system, appropriate for a team backing into the playoffs. Huh? Go Falcons. (laughs) Oh! Oh. That's our rival. Go Falcons. Don't like them. Go Falcons. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, what's the name of the new stadium down there in Atlanta, Kostaki? The team, the the Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons. They're the the sixth best team in the NFC. The stadium. Woo-hoo. We're talking about the stadium. Oh, the stadium. Same same sponsor, Mercedes yep. Benz. <laughs> you guys are host Benz. the. Uh, you guys will host the home Super Bowl this year, and then next year we will host it. That's my plan. How about that? You know what? The Minneapolis Star Tribune newspaper referred to our brand new stadium as what? Do you know? Um, the um, uh, the Viking ship. No, they basically said, instead of saying at U.S. Bank Stadium or the Viking Ship Stadium, they said, the Vikings who play in bird-killing stadium. Oh. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. No, they referred to it in the Star Tribune as bird-killer stadium. They had some glass issues. Did they resolve that? <laughs> I don't know. They're birds. Who gives a ransom? <laughs> <laughs> they got plenty.
They got plenty of birds. Don't worry about a thing. Terrible people. All right, Pally. So you're in town next week. Next week, Acme. One of the best clubs there is. Come see me. I'll be there. And uh, well, Everybody was, will come and see you. You do well. I, I was daydreaming this. Maybe I'll come in and do, um, if you want, I'll come in and do this live with you guys. Save it and come in during the week sometime. I don't know. I think that's fantastic. It's a great idea. And maybe on KQ I could do, like, my favorite jokes from the year, kind of do a wrap-up kind of thing. I'm not saying the best jokes. See? I'm saying my favorite jokes. Not the <laughs> Is there a big difference there? There, there might be a, be a difference. I'm, you know, my jokes, like any great art, are open to interpretation. <laughs> like any great art. My jokes, like any great art, he said, kids. Let's not forget what he said. I couldn't even I, finish I, I, that with go. a straight face. <laughs> well, there you go. I do have a question for you before you go. <laughs> yes. Is there any way that Pat Shermer returns to the Vikings next year? Boy, I don't know. How about uh, I, yeah? How about the kicker? Do you want you want your kicker back from Seattle next year? <laughs> nope, we're good. Uh, we're good with that one. But Pat Shermer has four head coaching job interviews this week. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's pretty well. Good for him. That's what happened to the Falcons. They stole our offensive coordinator, made him a head coach somewhere. You know, that's that's the only significant difference from last year's best offense in the NFL to this year's. I don't know what their ranking is. Twenty first, some crazy drop off. Yeah. So these things matter. But uh, you definitely have good pieces in place. The big question for me in the offseason for you guys is, who's the quarterback? What an interesting quandary they have. I know. No. There's no way Sam Bradford's coming back. I don't think that uh, Teddy Bridgewater's coming back either. So Case Keenum will be coming back, and we'll see if they draft somebody or they pick up an – I don't know. I have no idea. Bradford's the best one if he's healthy, but he's not – he can't walk. (laughs) Then I wonder how much we're going to have to pay Keenum. It's a shame you couldn't take Keenum's knees and put them on Sam Bradford. That would be a good quarterback. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. But I like Case. He's still I'm got that googly I mean, eye. What a great story. I love a journeyman quarterback come in and have a great story arc. So I'm rooting for that. Oh, what about yeah. the receivers? I mean, nobody Well, you guys wrapped up this week, and uh, hopefully when I talk to you, we'll have a Georgia Bulldogs national champion and the Falcons on the next tier of the playoffs. I like it. That works for me. All right. So Happy go New Falcons. Year, everybody. That's my game to watch this weekend is the Falcons at uh, the Los Angeles Rams. I'll be pulling for you, man. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Right. Thanks Bye. a lot. I'll see you. Kostaki Economopolis and Quick Snaps. He's in town next week at Acme Comedy Company, one of the best uh, clubs in America. He will be. It'll be great having him in uh, in studio. I wonder if he'll wear his Wonder Woman costume. That's right. He wore his, he he actually wore a Wonder Woman costume for <laughs> Halloween this year. He actually did. It was priceless. Hopefully, he has kids. Up. He has a daughter. Uh, oh. One daughter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Thank God. Vikings offensive coordinator Pat Shermer will spend the last three days of this week talking to four teams: the Lions, Cardinals, Bears, and Giants about their head coaching openings. Those interviews come after players leave town for the Vikings' playoff bye week. And while coaches continue preparations for the team's three potential opponents, the Rams, Saints, and Panthers, uh, that's led uh, a number of you to ask why Shermer can't wait until after the season to interview for head coaching jobs and whether the time he's spending on interviews will detract from the Vikings' game preparation. In light of those questions, it seems like a good idea to spend a little time this morning looking at the situation. 
In short, Shermer can't wait until after the Vikings are done playing to interview because by that time there might not be any head coaching jobs to talk about. Teams generally want to have new coaches in place by mid-January. The Vikings hired Mike Zimmer on January 15, 2014 at the end of what was considered a long search. It gives new coaches time to familiarize themselves with the organization and get assistant coaches in place before draft preparation begins in earnest with the Senior Bowl at the end of January. And while it's true the 49ers waited until after the Super Bowl to name Kyle Shanahan their head coach, they'd already conducted a first interview with him during the first weekend of the playoffs and talked with him again before the Super Bowl. It simply isn't realistic to expect teams to wait until the end of the playoffs to conduct their first interviews with coaching candidates. Doing so would effectively eliminate a set of coaches, coordinators uh, from contending teams that annually attract plenty of interest. Well, yeah, if you want, you're going to hire a coach, you want somebody who's from a winning team, don't you? You would think. I would think, absolutely. I don't think we'll see Pat Shermer coming back here. I think he will get a head coaching job because he's done an amazing, amazing. Look, the Vikings have a phenomenal defense. We all know that. Their defense is fantastic. Mike Zimmer is a very defensive-minded coach. We have a great defensive coordinator. But Pat Shermer has, has worked wonders with that offense. Uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch. I just don't think he'll be coming back here next year. You guys think so? Oh, no, he's gone. Yeah, I wouldn't think he's got to. But you guys remember the last great D coordinator we had? Les Steckel? Mike Tomlin. Oh. Yeah, Mike Tomlin. How, how's he done? He's doing okay, isn't he? Well, isn't it amazing? It's uh, what it's been thirty plus years, and Steelers have only had three head coaches. That is amazing. Yep, and they've all won the Super Bowl. All three yep. of them have won the Super Bowl. Isn't that amazing? I just I, I do believe since the advent of the Super Bowl, because wasn't uh, Chuck Knoll their coach when the Super Bowl even began? What was that nineteen sixty seven? Was the first one? Yep. Was that the first Super Bowl? Yeah. 67, 68, something like that. Was no, was Noel already there? Andy, would you look up and see if Chuck Noel, that's N-O-L-L, was the head coach of uh, Pittsburgh in 1967, 68? Because I can't remember. But I know they've had three coaches since the advent of the Super Bowl, and all three of them have won the Super Bowl. And the Vikings have yet to win their first one, but I'm not bitter about it at all. Chuck <laughs> was the head coach from 69 to 91. 69 to 91. So basically from the advent of the Super Bowl, every Pittsburgh head coach has won the Super Bowl. Amazing. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Tom Bernard Show.